Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello, welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 210, Midnight Special. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello, Eric. Howdy. <laughs> Howdy, <laughs> partner. Yeah, well, I figure for uh, an episode uh, reviewing a movie taking place down in Texas, let's let's get into the, the, the swing of it, right? Oh, I, I suppose so. I, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I think it's, it starts in Texas, but it sort of traverses the whole South. That is true. I'd yeah. prefer not to get into the full swing of that. <laughs> if I may generalize about the South for a moment. Uh, should I be taking down my Confederate flag? You, you, should, are you suggesting? You probably should, yes. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that as your Zoom background, but here we are. I bet there are people that have done that and that oh, actively do that. I'm sure. That makes me sad in my heart. Yeah. Well, luckily, uh, I don't have a camera for my computer, so if I were to ever use Zoom, uh, nobody would be able to see me anyway. <laughs> I, I have used Zoom for, uh, for some work things. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you, you have to have a solid background behind you in order for that, for the, the zoom background thing to work. So it just, you know, picks the one color and replaces it like a green screen type thing. Sure. Uh, I, I do not have that behind me. So when I try and do one of those backgrounds, it just replaces me with the background. <laughs> that is almost even better. It's actually pretty cool. Like it's weird, but it's pretty cool. I like it. My coworkers don't care for it, but I'm I'm a fan. Well, who cares about them? That's true. Yeah, <laughs> good point. I, I do have a question for you regarding Zoom. Sure. Because I had to set up an account for the church where I work, uh, even though I don't personally use it. It's for my boss and for others. Gotcha. Uh, I have never heard of Zoom before uh, this whole apocalypse started. Yeah. Uh, I know you have been working from home for several years now. Is is that a thing that existed beforehand? Or or is this just out of the blue something that has just come into existence? Uh, so it is a thing that has existed for a while. Um, it's not something that we ever used for work before. Mm -hmm. um, we, we used like a, a business version of Skype. Uh, and then something called Microsoft Teams is what we use now. Um, but the, the only reason that I am or that I was vaguely aware of Zoom beforehand is that the company that owns them, I want to say it's Atlassian, uh, is a, an NPR sponsor. So every now huh. and then I would hear, hear uh, spots for them uh, saying that they were the makers of Zoom. Huh. Uh, that all was right. literally the only place that I'd ever heard of it before all of this started. It's just, uh, you know, I don't know, weird, maybe a little suspicious. 
<laughs> that, uh, it, that it took off so fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's true, because, like, Skype and and other services like this, like, Facebook has a service like this you can do through Messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those have been around forever, but it seems like everybody jumped on. Maybe Zoom was just the new hot thing that people had not heard of before. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we uh, we use Skype here at uh, the Viewmasters. That's right. Viewmasters is brought to you by Skype. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, uh, midnight so, special. This is this is Zoom talk with with Joe and Eric. <laughs> no, yeah, midnight special. Yeah. Uh, do you want to uh, do you want to uh, talk a little, little bit about it since you picked it? Uh, I guess. All right. Uh, I mean that I get uh, that's why we're here. Oh right, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I I meant do you want to do you want to tell us who's in it and stuff? <laughs> uh, so it, uh, it stars Michael Shannon, uh, who uh, previously appeared in a movie we watched a few weeks ago called Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, it also stars, uh, a young actor by the name of, uh, Jaden Martell, uh, who was also in Knives Out. Yes. That uh, was, that was a surprise. Yes, it was. Uh, he plays the, uh, the Nazi kid in that movie. Yeah, also <laughs> the son of Michael Shannon in that movie. Is he? Yeah. Huh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I had uh, forgotten which characters were related to which in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he's I think the the only child of of Michael Shannon and uh, uh, the Garfunkel and Oates person whose name I don't remember. Ricky Lenome. Thank you. Show some respect, goddamn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I only have enough space in my brain for Kate Micucci. <laughs> because that is an excellent name. It is. It really fits her, too. It does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she looks like a Kate Micucci. Yeah, she's very Micucci like. <laughs> Micuchish? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I know Mnuchin is. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, god damn it. <laughs> Seeing his name in the end credits for this movie was just like a slap to the face every it time really I see was, it. really was, wasn't it? It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, John Oliver looking motherfucker, as Jenny said. <laughs> oh, that is disrespectful to John Oliver. That's true. Though, <laughs> though John Oliver has drawn the comparison himself on his show. Oh, has he? Yeah, he, he says that Steven Mnuchin is an absolute smoke show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's too bad that we'll never be able to watch Lego Batman ever again, right? Let's, you know, just turn it off before the credits start to roll. <laughs> I think it's, it's really okay. Oh yeah, I, I was I uh, was not prepared for for that uh, uh, for that name to pop up in the credits. It's just, it's not even something that I think about as being a possibility. Nope, nope. One other thing I was not prepared for: Adam Driver. Yeah, I uh, I did not realize he was in this either. <laughs> that was a welcome welcome addition. That was a pleasant surprise. Yes. 
<laughs> we we have now watched multiple Michael Shannon and multiple Adam Driver movies. Yes, we have. <laughs> Should probably shake it up a little bit. I guess. I don't know. It seems to be working for us. Sure, I mean they're both enjoyable, so yeah, you know, we I we mean. should we should watch the full Adam Driver filmography. All right, this is now an Adam Driver fan podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't particularly want to watch Marriage Story. Yeah, so, you know, sure. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we turned on Marriage Story one day. And I feel like we got maybe 20 seconds into it and we're like, no, we are not in the mood for this right now. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm because it's a Noah Baumbach movie, I think. Yes. And I'm sort of hit or miss with him anyway. So I don't know. I've been I putting that one off. I don't think I've seen any of his movies. I know I watched The Squid and the Whale. And I didn't really care for it at the time. I don't know. Mm. Maybe maybe I will have a different opinion if I watched it now. But I'm good. Yeah. I mean, you know, just the premise of Marriage Story anyway, probably probably not great for a married couple to watch together. Probably not. Though we did yeah. watch Blue Valentine together. All right. <laughs> so we made it through that. Well, that's good. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, also stars, uh, Joel Edgerton. Yes, it right? does. And, yes. uh, and, and Kirsten Dunst, I had forgotten was in this as well until yes. she appeared. I, uh, yeah, I, I knew she was in it, uh, cause she is on the, uh, the, the pre-screen credits, uh, when, when I, you know, went to watch the movie. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, and, uh, Sam Shepard is in it in a very small role. Who does he play? Uh, he plays the, the, the preacher of the cult. Oh, okay. Uh, which is, uh, a thing in this movie. It's, there's a cult. Yeah! I did not expect that either. <laughs> I, I, uh, so like, I think I said last week that I had seen this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but remembered nothing about it. But the one of the things that I did remember was that there was a cult in this movie. <laughs> so I I forgot uh, the role exactly that it played. But but yeah, so that was that was not a surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I all I knew about the movie was the very very basic premise of it. Uh, and um, I remember hearing about this on a podcast and you know being interested that's why i wanted to watch it yeah uh so yeah so i had no idea that there was a cult subplot uh, such as it is yeah and i that uh, uh <laughs> there's a a scene where the fbi starts interviewing different members of the cult and uh when they interviewed the first uh female member of the cult uh i had to pause it and check to see if the actress was uh, from the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Because yeah. she totally reminded me of uh, one of the, you know, cult members from oh, the really? Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> she just got out of the bunker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I wish that the cult stuff had been... 
had been fleshed out a little bit more because that's interesting. Like we see a little bit of one of their services mm-hmm. uh, and then we get some some background on it based on the interviews and then just a little bit of exposition later on. But, you know, I, I feel like that's an interesting an interesting aspect of the movie that didn't really get what that wasn't as developed as I would have liked. I want to know more about the cult and what they what they were doing there. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Uh, we know that uh, they apparently believe they're being saved from an apocalypse. Naturally. They have, uh, they have uh, this little boy who has special powers of some sort that, uh, you know. But yeah, uh, I mean. Like, halfway through the movie, they sort of just fall out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we follow two sort of cult assassins at one point, uh, and even they are, are, you know, dropped out of the movie pretty quickly and unexpectedly. And, and yeah, there's not a lot to it that, that we learn about, uh, which, you know, like you said, it was... a pretty interesting aspect of the movie that uh, just it has an effect but yeah like I, I want to know more I definitely want to know more about how Michael Shannon's character and his involvement in it as well yeah yeah and like we know that there are people who have who have gotten out of the cult because uh, we meet we meet one of them uh, relatively early on in the movie Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like, I wasn't sure if Kirsten Dunst's character had been a cult member as well. Um, cause I mean, she had the, she had the long braid, which seemed very, very culty to me. Yes. Um, so, so, but, but, but that's not made explicit that she was a member of the cult as well. Uh, I, yeah. So, or if it is, I missed it. Uh, it's, it's not so much made explicit, but, you know, it is heavily implied. Um, you know, her relationship to Michael Shannon, other than being, you know, the, the mother of, uh, uh, Alton, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the kid in the movie, uh, like like it doesn't explicitly say like are they married you know like they don't seem to have much of a relationship with each other right yeah other than she you know uh you know left the cult and basically abandoned her child there uh for whatever reasons we're not quite sure yeah well, I mean, if if it's anything like most cults with with people in leadership roles, she was probably not being treated very well. Uh, true. <laughs> to put it mildly. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, I guess. She, she got out of the cults, which is usually a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's... it's uh, it's uh, not great to be in a cult. Yeah. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> I mean, I watched a, a documentary about Jonestown, and it didn't end very well for anybody, so... 
So yeah, I kind of think you're right. <laughs> so what happened with Jonestown? Uh, I don't know. It was a whole thing. Oh, they okay. all they all just lived happily ever after in South America. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, well, it was I mean, actually, pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, okay, I don't understand what your problem is. Then. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some <laughs> some people thought it was bad. <laughs> oh boy, it's real bad, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, don't, don't join a cult. Don't join a cult. You're in a cult. Call your dad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so yeah, uh, the son Alton has has these powers of some sort. Uh, it seems like he he picks up maybe radio waves or, or signals from satellites, mm-hmm. uh, and he can also uh, manipulate electronics. Uh, and then and then the the light that comes out of his eyes. Is sort of multi-purpose. It seems like it just does whatever it needs to do at the time. Yeah, uh, like there's a scene where he is like shooting laser beams into like someone's head. Yeah, uh, which you know doesn't seem to cause that person any harm or anything, but uh, we don't know exactly what it is that's happening. Yeah, it seems like maybe it gives people visions. Yeah, but, but again, yeah, it's not really said specifically what it is. Because yeah, because he does do it again to uh, Adam Driver later in the movie. Uh, although we don't see it as explicitly as uh, we did earlier in the movie. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, sometimes he just uh, like Cyclops is out. <laughs> <laughs> and just you know blasts light out of his eyes yeah for no reason uh but he can also you know bring down satellites from space and uh cause uh earthquakes and shit yeah he's he's pretty powerful it's kind of terrifying yeah. <laughs> so there's uh one thing about the movie that that uh, caused me to it just took me out of it a little bit. Okay. You know, and I know that this kid has, you know, special powers and all that. Uh, but uh, he's allegedly an eight-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. And, and I know uh, and have interacted with a couple of nine-year-olds. And uh, this kid does not act like an eight-year-old kid. No. Nor, nor does he look like an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> or talk like an eight-year-old kid. He definitely does not talk like an eight-year-old kid. He's, like, just a super precocious, uh, tiny adult. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, the actor himself, he was, like, 13 when this movie was made. Okay, yeah, I wondered how old he was. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, just, uh, I don't know, I, f- I feel like, other than him reading comic books, uh, and, and admittedly he is, you know, has lived his entire life in a cult. Right. Uh, but, you know, if there was just something else about him that uh, uh, was more childlike, I think, would have uh, maybe been better executed. Yeah, I can see that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also, I think I sort of give it a little bit of a, a pass there because of the, what turns out to be the nature of, of who and what he is. Sure. I mean, you know, that definitely plays a part, but you know, I don't know. Just like the fact that, uh, the fact that, uh, the Lucas character, uh, played by Joel Edgerton, uh, has given him comics to read and he seems to just be fascinated with them. I think a little more of something like that that just sort of grounds him to, you know, human childhood. Yeah, no, I can totally w- see that. Would have been a, a little bit better, you know? Yeah, and he does play with Legos at one point. Does he? I th- there's, there's one point where he, uh, it's when they're at uh, his mother's house, mm-hmm. and he's just building random stuff. He, he builds sort of what looks like a satellite or like a receiver or something out of Legos. Uh, totally missed that part. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think was it there or yeah, no, I think it was there. And and I only really it only really stuck out to me because later on when the the cult assassins the cult assassins end up at their house or at her house after they've left, mm-hmm. and one of them like picks up the Legos that he that he made to look like the satellite. Okay. Yeah, I I missed that entirely. Yeah, it's very brief. So let's talk comics. Yeah, yeah. Could you tell what comics he was, like? Like what specific comics he was reading? Uh, he at least had one issue of uh, John Byrne's Superman, right? And I believe in uh, an earlier scene he was reading uh, some sort of Teen Titans comic. Yeah, I definitely saw Starfire and Blackfire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so probably puts it around the uh, early twenties uh, of the if 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 it's the first New Teen Titans series, uh, puts it around the early twenties. Uh, if it's the Baxter series, then probably mid teens somewhere. Sure, it, it didn't look like it was a Baxter series. It did not. The paper looked like newsprints and yeah, yeah. Uh, although for a brief second, and you know definitely sort of mandela myself <laughs> uh, it looked like thanos was in it oh wow but like i specifically saw starfire and so it was like was thanos in the uh teen titans x-men crossover yeah he was not no yeah that, that was uh dark side and phoenix were the 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 heavies of that one right right yeah so and yeah so anyway (laughs) now as far as the uh, superman goes uh he asks what kryptonite is Mm -hmm. while he's reading the issue uh and to my knowledge there's only one john byrne superman story that included kryptonite which is the very first issue with metallo yes so maybe that's the issue of superman that he's reading I, you know, I think you're right, because uh, I, I definitely recognized a few panels of, of uh, you know, from that issue of Superman being felled by kryptonite. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then also, you know, uh, kryptonite did show up again uh, at the end of John Byrne's run. That's true. It did. <laughs> that's that's a good point. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Uh, but you're probably right. It's probably the first issue. That's uh, yeah. I mean, though, though maybe maybe it's included as an in joke to Superman killing Zod at the end of Man of Steel. 
<laughs> it's like Michael Shannon was like, no, we need to include this issue of Superman because it's justification for the end of this other movie I was in. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I I keep forgetting that he is in that movie. <laughs> I frequently forget that that movie exists. I try to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sorry for reminding you. It's all right. (laughs) Uh, It it does bring uh, a little bit of extra humor to to that particular scene where he asks uh, what kryptonite is. (laughs) It was all all I could think of. Because Michael Shannon is very angry that uh, this guy has has forced his kid to read comics. That's true. (laughs) Particularly Superman comics. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, But uh, I I always enjoy seeing comics and movies. I do, too. I I enjoy it, and and as you can tell, I enjoy trying to figure out what exact comics they are. (laughs) like we started watching the oc uh a couple weeks ago we watched a few episodes and have not gone back to it because it has not aged well at all um if it was ever that great to begin with i don't know it was not (laughs) but uh but one of the characters the adam brody character uh, is a comic book fan so there are many many scenes in the early episodes where he and uh jim gordon are reading Legion of Superheroes and Superman comics. Uh, and that's that's fun uh, for me. Sure. Uh, I, I knew you would be excited uh, if, if you were going to catch the uh, Teen Titans one for sure. Uh, but uh, isn't it weird how, uh, you know, so many actors wind up being in comic book related things? <laughs> Once I thought it was weird, but now since comic book related things are all that get made, it's, it's not that weird anymore. That's true. <laughs> but still, you know, like uh, like you just mentioned, Adam Brody and and uh, Jim Gordon. Oh, that's right. Adam, Adam Brody, Brody was uh, was Captain Marvel Junior. Yes, he was. Or, or I'm sorry, Freddy Shazam. <laughs> I think is his new name. Seriously. So it's something like that, because they can't call him Captain Marvel anymore. Right. Well, they can. (laughs) They just choose not to, and it's awful. He's CM3. That, uh, No. (laughs) uh, Now I'm sitting here debating CM3 versus, uh, first of all, why three? He's junior, originally. He's the third. He's the third Captain Marvel behind the original Captain Marvel and Mary Marvel. <laughs> I think that was the justification for it. Oh god! All right. <laughs> Comics. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Why? Why? Why are we doing this to ourselves? I, we're not anymore. It's all done. Oh, that's true. That's right. <laughs> Although DC is releasing, like, four comics next week. That's true. To only 2,000 stores. <laughs> oh, boy. But I checked my order, and I'm getting my copy of Daphne Bird number four. Well done. <laughs> getting it straight from the distributor. Yes, I am, actually. You son of a bitch, you're part of the problem. You're killing the direct market. 
Yes, I am. <laughs> or saving myself a shit ton of money. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a pickle. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, I would, uh... I would still... I mean, I still have a file at Mavericks. You know, just... I only get one book a month from there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, even when I was ordering from DCBS before I moved, uh, I still, you know, supplemented with, with semi-regular purchases at Mavericks. Yeah. And I would go in there and buy back issues. So, you know, I'm doing my part somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Back issues. My sales are closed now. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> if, if it is your fault, you you did something worse than just close Mavericks. I am patient zero. <laughs> did you suck the blood of a bat? <laughs> yep. Wow. I went to Wuhan, China. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah. Midnight special. Yep. <laughs> did you like it? I did. Yeah, I liked it a uh, lot, too. It was, uh, it was very intense in parts. Um, you know, I, I thought the, the story was interesting. I, I definitely wanted to learn more like you said earlier about the cult mm -hmm. i wanted to learn about uh basically the origins of this kid like you know why does he have powers and 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 what is this uh you know uh you know secret that he has that is revealed towards the end of the movie yeah i mean we can spoil it the movie's been out for a few years that's true yeah, yeah he he is uh a member of I guess another race of creatures uh, who live in a world that uh, exists uh, on top of uh, our world. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, so, it's, so sort of like at a different vibrational frequency is how I assume it is. Yeah, I would, I would say that's probably close to correct. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like we're told this, you know, sort of in the middle because... Uh, so essentially... What we can in imply, I guess, <laughs> infer, yeah, is that uh, Michael Shannon is part of this cult uh, that he was with uh, Kirsten Dunst's character, Kirsten, Kirsten, eh, Kirsten, Mary Jane Watson, Mary Jane, <laughs> oh, MJ, <laughs> um. So they were in this cult. They had a kid. Uh, she left the cult. Uh, the kid started showing these powers, basically. And Michael Shannon eventually realizes that uh, probably nothing good is going to come out of this and basically kidnaps the kid. Yeah. Uh, to take him to, you know, safety, basically. Yeah, well, there, there's a specific location that they are trying to get to. Yes. Uh, based on, I guess, based on the, because the the kid picks up like coordinates mm -hmm. from from the satellites or transmissions or whatever that he picks up, and I assume that that location was from one of those transmissions, or was that 
maybe that was a different thing that they just put together since it's, you know, the, it's not really tied to the military. Uh, it's tied to this other, this other race of, of creatures. I don't know. That part was a little bit confusing to me too, how they knew to go to that specific spot. Right. And how Adam Driver's character figures that out as well. Right. Uh, yeah, it was obscure. Yeah. (laughs) How how they figured that out. Like, because they have like all these coordinates that this kid has been receiving written on this board. And Adam Driver just goes and randomly circles different numbers and then figures out where they're going. Yeah. Uh, but you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, as they're going on the trip, they realize that, uh, the kid is pretty sickly and dying and they can only travel at night. Uh, because apparently the sunlight causes him to, uh, uh, I'm not quite sure. It was, <laughs> it was unclear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as we talk about it, there are quite a few things in this movie that are not super clear. <laughs> um, but I still but, really liked it. Oh uh, yeah, I did too. You know, <laughs> it's about the journey sometimes. It is definitely. <laughs> Uh, even even if the journey doesn't entirely make sense yeah you know uh i I believe i've mentioned uh on the show now since we've started uh bloodshot like five different times (laughs) right (laughs) uh i i finally watched bloodshot uh, oh wow last week yeah and uh it is uh it is pretty enjoyable for being a giant turd all right (laughs) Yeah, I mean Vin Diesel is just uh, just a cinder block. <laughs> he just Vin Diesel his way through the whole thing. Um, barely. <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, he is barely Vin Dieseling around, but uh, still turns out to be a pretty enjoyable movie. But the minute you stop and think about any aspect of it, it is awful. <laughs> so at least I can say that this movie is. Uh, it's got a little more substance to it than Bloodshot. Well, that's good. Yes, once you, you know, start to think about it and start picking certain aspects of it apart, uh, yeah, maybe it <laughs> doesn't quite hold up to scrutiny. <laughs> like uh, you know, I, I was also wondering throughout, like, why is Lucas even involved in this thing? Right. <laughs> like, like he just. Like, like, he's there from the beginning, but, like, when he gives this explanation of why he is still there, it's just, like, as a rational human being, you just have to stop and wonder, why are you doing this? <laughs> I actually wondered uh, if maybe he was, like, I don't know, had had was, like, in love with... Michael Shannon's character or otherwise had strong feelings for him. Cause yeah, he says that they were, you know, they were friends when they were kids mm-hmm. uh, and then he never, he didn't see him for a long time. And then just, you know, three days ago he showed up on their doorstep and, and he dropped everything that he was doing to help him. Um, you know, that's, that's a really good friend or there's something more going on there. Yeah. And I wondered if but that also, was just like, how would Michael Shannon, hmm? No, I was just saying, I just wondered if that was something that was undeveloped or was cut out of the script, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. 
But also, like, you know, how does uh, Michael Shannon know to go looking for him in the first place? That's a good yeah. question, too. Yeah, so, eh, yeah. Yeah, unless, I mean, the only explanation I could think of, maybe, is that he was just looking for someone as far removed from the cult as possible. Yeah, it's possible. And, and he came upon this childhood friend, but yeah, I don't know. It's not, yeah. again, not super, super well developed, I guess. No, but again, you know. It was a good character. Yeah. Uh, did, did good performance. Uh, you know, and then and, and good chemistry with all the other characters. And, and you know, that again, it's... I feel like this is definitely a movie that's about the journey and not about the details. Definitely. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the ending? Uh, the very, very ending, like the final shot. Of not, the not the final shot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, the the ending of Alton's journey. What did you think of that? Um, it's it's. I liked it, but it's also still one of those things where I really do want to know more. Right. You know, I want to know like who these creatures are. You know, like like is because clearly. Alton has human biological parents, uh, and it, you know, spoiler: the final shot of the movie may give a hint to that. But uh, you know, like, like, how did he get these powers? Like, is this, like, you know, how is the society working? Right, <laughs> <laughs> with all these huge fantastical structures that they have you know uh that are basically just built on top of the earth yeah it's interesting that it's uh, that it like it's not just that they're coexisting it's that the these higher creatures have literally built on top of what humans have built right <clears throat> uh yeah, you know, like, I, I definitely want to know, you know, more about them and, and who they are and what they do. Um, you know, I don't know if, if this was, uh, you know, maybe supposed to be, you know, a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I doubt it. I but, doubt it, uh, too, but you never know. Right. I mean, God knows that... Uh, you know, certain movies have become franchises that I would not have expected to be, so. Right. <laughs> Mnuchin's always looking for that next big thing. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, you know, I I liked it. Um, I, I thought maybe it was a little bit, like, the, like after, after everything that they went through uh, to get Alton to where he needed to be. Mm -hmm. I the the event itself that took place was actually like it felt more subdued than I thought it would be. Um yeah. it's just sort of, you know, everybody sees this, you know, the, the, this the vision or whatever of the of the world that exists around them. Um I thought the the image of the sort of bubble going up uh, as seen from space, I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. So you could see just how big it was. Like it covered the whole state of Florida. 
Um, I thought that was really cool. (laughs) Jenny, Jenny wondered why people didn't have their phones out taking pictures. Uh, (laughs) And I said, well, I'm sure somewhere else in Florida, there are some tourists who are taking pictures at Disney world or whatever. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, you know, aside from, aside from that part, you know, it's sort of a, it's sort of a quiet ending. Like it's, yeah. It's it's large in scope, but at the but at the end, it's still just a very small story about about Alton and and his family, right? Uh, and I and I like that, but at the same time, I I wanted to see more of the of the other society. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking about this. You mentioned you know the phone thing. <laughs> <laughs> I. You know, <clears throat> I have not really witnessed much of anything uh, spectacular before in my life. Uh, but when I am out in public or whatever, like, I just have my phone in my pocket and uh, it does not ever occur to me to just uh, pull it out and start videoing things. Yeah. <laughs> so so maybe they're in the good part of Florida where people aren't like that. Is there is there that part of Florida? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but this is a sci-fi movie. That's true. That's true. Alternate reality. <laughs> I'm sorry, the South. <laughs> they did this to themselves. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Midnight Special. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right. So the very final shot of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, so so at the after the the climactic scene of of Alton and and the alternate world that exists within ours. The alternate world. No. Okay. <laughs> Is that not a thing? All right. <laughs> just just play through me. I'll just edit this part out. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Do you edit this podcast? Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we see uh, Lucas being uh, interrogated by the FBI, uh, and uh, him basically, you know, essentially telling the, the exact truth of what happened. Like he he doesn't fully know exactly what happened himself either, right? Uh, and we see uh, Kirsten Dunst's character uh, basically, uh, you know, becoming a fugitive, Harrison right, Ford yeah. style. Yeah, because they're they're looking for her. Yeah, because uh, she was the last person seen with Alton, and and the government has no idea. So yeah, we see her yeah. cut off her braid. Yep. Uh, Shaving her beard like Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, but then we see uh, Michael Shannon's character uh, in prison, I'm guessing. Uh, and he's got, like, electrodes stuck to his head. Uh, <clears throat> and then a very, very brief glimpse just before credits of his eyes glowing like Alton's. Right. Uh, so... What 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 does what does that uh, mean? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>
No, it means he's he's I guess uh part part other world creature, maybe. <laughs> no, I really yeah, I don't know what that means other than okay. other than look at this. Yeah. Eh? Eh? I, I kind of felt like that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that was maybe the one part of the movie that didn't land for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, otherwise, yeah, I really like the, the you know, the going of the movie. Yeah. The, uh, the going of the movie? I don't know what's happening <laughs> what does, to me. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh boy. I also enjoyed the going of this movie. <laughs> and uh, the coming of it as well. <laughs> All of the the travels of the movie were good to me. <laughs> oh, I'm not laughing right now. I'm just sobbing. No, I'm I figured I'm I'm quietly weeping myself. Yeah. Oh, I don't... Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have nothing to apologize for. Uh, midnight special. Midnight special. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's it's uh, still currently free on both Amazon and Hulu. Uh, so check it out while you can. Yeah. Is it still on that HBO thing too, or is that is that over? Uh, yeah, I believe that's that's. Uh, some sort of weird oh is that the freebie thingy gotcha is that the amazon hulu thing yeah yeah gotcha yeah uh but also you know with uh with all the quarantine stuff all the premium channels are given like 30 day free subscriptions so you know in a month when this comes out yeah <laughs> uh you know maybe it'll still exist <laughs> and if and not if they then... do you should watch succession because succession is really good all right <laughs> just throwing another plug out there yeah it's fine uh or you know we'll all we'll just be living in mad max world so yeah 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 i well, myself went to barter town earlier today and uh <laughs> oh boy i i huffed a bunch of spray paint before we started recording <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate how well you have witnessed me. <laughs> oh fuck, we're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I guess well, I should... while we're still alive, yeah. Why don't you yeah. uh, tell me what I'm going to watch next week? <laughs> all right. Uh, well, in my uh, in my continuing quest to find a light and not <laughs> depressing movie. <laughs> I think I got one. Alrighty. I think I got one. Uh, I would like to watch a movie called Blue Iguana. Blue Iguana? Yes. It stars... I've never heard of it. It stars Sam Rockwell and Jace... Or not, uh, Ben Schwartz. Okay. And uh, it is allegedly a comedy. Alright. I like both of those gentlemen. I, I believe it's a British movie. Neither of those gentlemen are British. I know, so it should be a lot of fun. Alrighty. 
but it, blue but iguana that is that is available on hoopla right now Ooh, so library app yes nice yeah so blue iguana is what i what i landed on Alrighty, i'm excited then I look forward to that. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for uh, uh, people that I like in a movie that I know nothing about. Uh, same, and, <laughs> and potentially a comedy. Yeah, p- potentially a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, so was the Sisters Brothers. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll see how this goes. Okay. <laughs> All right, Uh, uh, we'll be back next week with Blue Iguana. Sounds good. Take it easy. You too. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Viewmasters.